Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to a special edition of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. We're at the Trent Lott Economic Building here on the campus of Southern Miss. The occasion is the formal introduction of the new head baseball coach. Christian Ostrander, and uh, we're certainly happy to have him here. Again, at the Trent Lott Center on the campus, awaiting uh, Coach Oz to uh, take the podium. Uh, right now, President Joe Paul is up there. We've got a we've got a mic on the podium, and when Coach Oz uh, comes up, we're going to bring that to you live. But this is coming, Kelly, on a, on a big day where all the final baseball polls are out. Listen to this. Southern Miss finishes ninth in the Division I poll. Ninth in the USA Today Coaches Poll, 10th in the National Collegiate Baseball Writers Association Poll, 10th in Collegiate Baseball, and 10th in Collegiate Baseball Nation. Would you have ever envisioned that uh, with all the losses that they incurred at the start of the year? Remember how everybody talked, and we're, when we're speaking kind of quietly here out of respect for the president that is at the podium here, and it is a packed house here at the Trent Lott Center. Uh, remember how everybody talked about how this this pitching staff was unproven and and how it was, there were just so many question marks. So really, when you think about it, you could argue that the, that this team overachieved because I'm not sure, and I don't remember the numbers from last year, but I don't think they finished this high. They did not, you know, last year. And what what strikes me about this crowd here, Bob Getty, is remember this was a foregone conclusion. Yeah, this is not a surprise. No, but this room is packed. So mm-hmm. what does that tell you about the status of the baseball program at Southern Miss when this many people? People showed up for the introduction of yep. a man that they already know who it's going to be. Far more people than seats. Far more people than seats. We don't know exactly how long this will take. Uh, hopefully there will be some time at the conclusion that uh, Coach Oz uh, has agreed to come uh, talk to us uh, if he gets through here with this ceremony in time. And uh, right now, let's see. Well, right now it looks like they're getting ready to introduce Jeremy McLean, of course, the athletics director here at Southern Miss, who in turn will introduce Christian Ostrander, and it's a kind of a formal formal deal taking place. But you're right, man. What an amazing turnout here. I, I was I was thinking, you know, that, that this crowd, you would you would think with this type of crowd, it would be the introduction of a new football coach mm-hmm. at, at any school. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's a that it's a baseball coach, um, you wouldn't you wouldn't get this type of crowd for many D1 schools. Introducing a football coach, but the fact that it's a baseball coach, and again, if it was, if there was some shroud of, of secrecy, or, mm-hmm. um, you know, not knowing who it would be, there would be that element of surprise. But everybody knows who the, right. who the introduction. Right. Is. Not only a lot of people here, but a lot of media. Eight cameras up on the media stand, so eight different. Uh, uh, visual media outlets here to cover the event, and like you say, it's not a surprise. It was announced uh, 
what, three weeks ago. We had Coach Oz on the show last week for a whole hour and, and talked about it. But uh, but here we are, and uh, what a what a great welcome for him. And really, when you look at when you look at the entire career, the resume of Christian Ostrander, Bob, this is a guy. That, that started at the bottom rungs, right? Coached high school baseball at Gulfport High School, right? Then, then worked his way up the ladder to, to Jones uh, College, you know, um, played, you know, national caliber competition um, at Jones and, and, and I think won a national championship at, I at think Jones. That's correct. And then, um, you know, took the assistant coach's role and then went over to Louisiana Tech, was the pitch, pitching coach over there, then bided his time here at Southern Miss. And so each time he took that step, it was just another step upward and onward. And when, when there was talk that Christian Ostrander, you know, possibly turned down the pitching coach position at LSU last year to, to be the man in waiting here at Southern Miss, people said, well, I, I don't know if a pitching coach can make that transition, but remember, he has been a head coach here before. Uh, Phil Denson and Scott Berry being acknowledged uh, by the crowd yeah. now. Jeremy McLean is up at the podium, and he is about to introduce uh, Coach Ostrander. So, uh, Will, why don't we, uh, Will is here with us producing. Why don't we go up and let's take the mic and let's hear uh, the introduction Good. of Coach Ostrander. We know we're smiling down for today, uh, for sure. So we appreciate you guys. I also want to recognize another group that's uh, been pretty instrumental in our success. Would our players stand up, please? You guys stand up. Danny, you stand up too, Danny Lynch. You stand- Danny, we make you stand up. We'll row you over July 1 to the coaching staff. So we're really proud of you guys and what you've done. Um, As I said, today is a a really proud day for our program, an important day. You know, uh, this is a big decision for us. And uh, when I came back to Southern Miss in 2019, I kind of jokingly said to someone, you know, the most difficult day we may have is when Coach Coach Scott Berry retires because we'll have a big decision on our hands. Well, That wasn't entirely true from a standpoint of as I got here and I began to spend more time with our baseball program, it became pretty apparent to me pretty quickly that um, the next guy who was going to lead this program was already in the dugout. And I think Coach Barry figured that out pretty early too. Uh, As a matter of fact, he and I several years back just kind of were talking about the future and, you know, I don't necessarily think he was thinking about retirement at that time, but he knew it wasn't too far away. And uh, I could just hear in his voice that he knew the right man was, was here. And so uh, we're excited about that, certainly. I want to talk about uh, Christian for a little bit. Um, you know, we talk about our succession plan and how this program has really been successful because we've been able to promote, promote from within. But it's not just about that. It's not just about promoting from within. It's about making sure that you have the right people ingrained in your program. And whether it was... You know, Coach Denson and Corky, Corky to Scott, Scott to, to Christian. It's about people who are made up of the right things. And, and one thing I know is, is that Christian will put his own stamp on this program. He will run practices the way he sees fit to run them. He'll recruit the way he thinks we need to recruit. Um, but the character of who we are, uh, what this program is about, what the expectations are, the accountability level, those things are not going to change. Um, you know, Christian, his background is one that's really based in work ethic. And I, and I know it firsthand. John, John alluded to this. Uh, I've known Christian for almost 30 years, which is it's hard to say out loud. It doesn't feel like it's been that long. Um, but, a, but a guy who uh, his career path has really almost been perfect 
for this job. As a player, uh, he learned how to work really quickly, and I was right there by him, so, so I can attest to that. Um, as a coach, you know, he got his first opportunity at Delta State to be a pitching coach, took an opportunity in the Sun Belt, actually, as an assistant at Arkansas State, um, and then left that job to become a head coach. So became a head coach at the high school level. I think he knew he needed to do that. Uh, became a head coach at the high school level, then had a great run at Jones College uh, as, as a junior college head coach. Uh, and then, you know, got back into the Division One ranks. Um, and I can remember in 2017, I'll never forget where I was, I was at a travel baseball tournament for my son, standing in the heat somewhere in Birmingham, near Birmingham, Alabama, and, and Christian called. And uh, he said, I need to talk to you for a few minutes. And I said, okay. I got away from the crowd and we started talking. He said, I have an opportunity. He was at Louisiana Tech at the time, played, working for a great guy in Lane Burroughs. But he said, I got a chance to go to Southern Miss. And I you know, haven't been here long in Ruston. I'm, I'm anxious about moving the family again. And I said, you know, I know it's a big decision, man, but here's what I will tell you. Southern Miss, the baseball program at Southern Miss is a very, very special thing. And you will never work for a better person and Scott Berry. And so those are the two things I left um, you know, with him. And not too long after that, he texted me and just said, hey, I'm, I'm headed to Hattiesburg. And so it was a very proud day for me. Of course, I did not know that I'd be standing up here today with a great honor to uh, have the chance to introduce him. Um, so, you know, God's plan. That's all I like to say. And uh, we feel very, very confident about where this program is headed with his leadership. And it is my distinct pleasure to introduce you to your new head baseball coach, Christian Ostrander. Wow, there's a lot of people here. Uh, appreciate y'all coming for sure. I, I saw on the uh, the itinerary that I got from Mary when I got here that I had four minutes to talk on the itinerary, and I said I don't think that's going to work, but I'll do the best I can. So um, humbled, honored, blessed. I mean, all the words. You know, just to be here to hear what you just heard, what this program's done, what Coach Barry has done here, and Coach Denson, Coach Palmer. And all those, and to, to, to be the next guy is truly, truly an honor that I, I take extremely seriously and, and uh, going to do everything in my power to advance and grow this program and do everything we can to continue what this man, this man, and others have done before. So, no doubt about that. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of folks I need to thank, and, uh, you know, I need to do that. This is. You don't get these opportunities very often to stand in front of, of folks and, and, you know, honor the people that helped you get here, helped you get this opportunity. So I definitely want to do that. First of all, Dr. Paul, thank you for your leadership and your guidance, your direction. It is truly awesome to see you out at all events with the energy that you bring and that you give uh, to our athletic programs and stuff. I don't, I don't think there's a lot of them out there that do that, and I know that is a very special thing. But thank you for believing in me as well. Uh, Jeremy, you know what? If you'd have told me 27 years ago, man, when my last game of college baseball was 27 years later, we'd be here right now. I'd be like, wow, you know. And 
good to have Will. He was on that same team with us, you know, and stuff too here. But uh, thank you for your leadership, direction, your belief, your confidence, um, who you are, what you are, and uh, really look forward to, to working with you and uh, alongside of you as well. Uh, Coach Barry, obviously, man, this I wouldn't be here without you. And uh, love you like a brother. Love you, Miss Laura, your family. And, uh, you know, bringing me here however many, six years ago, was the biggest impact on my life and my family's life. So um, appreciate you greatly and uh, your belief in me. So about all I can say there. I got I to gotta make a story real quick before I talk about, you know, being the successor with, you know, of, of, of Pete Taylor, Coach Palmer. Uh, Coach uh, Coach Denson, Coach Balmer, Coach Barry, and stuff is this. So it's kind of crazy. The very first time I ever pitched a baseball in college, I was a junior college in uh, fall of 1992 at Mississippi Delta Community College, and uh, we played in September. We played at Pete Taylor Park in the fall, and uh, who were we playing? Meridian Community College, and uh, Coach Barry and Coach Palmer. Uh, their team, and needless to say, they, they thumped me pretty good. And uh, But I remember that vividly. And the things that I think about, how ironic, you know, you look back, you know, 31 years later, um, that you're in a position as we are now that the, you know, God's plan for sure, in, in my opinion. So, um, didn't get, didn't know Coach Taylor, obviously, but I had the great pleasure a couple weeks ago to meet his wife, his sweet wife, Gloria, and, and his daughter, uh, Barbara Gandy. They came by the office, I think it was before the Super Regional, and um, introduced themselves. I think we got a picture with them, but it was really neat to see how much this program means to them, even to this day. And uh, I thought that was very special and uh, pr uh, proud of that opportunity. Coach Denson. You know, uh, I've known you many years. Love you. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Love to hear your wisdom and, and, and everything that you share, but what you've done to get this program going and your vision and, and stuff with it and what we see in the roost and just everything. I've seen the pictures of where it started to what it is now. Uh, truly an honor, uh, you know, to be up here, and I appreciate your friendship and, and uh uh, your, your direction and, and your help with me and anything, the text you send us all the time when we're on the road or wherever, it, it means a lot, a great deal. Uh, I wish Coach Palmer was here, just as Jeremy alluded, and, uh, you know, as we all do, because, you know, he was a big influence on me in my career just from uh, the respect of seeing, you know, a lot of my career in Mississippi and, and what he did at Meridian and here and, and so forth, and then the time I had here. Um, you know, before his passing, you know, was precious to me as well. He would get on to me pretty good in that in that uh, office about pitching decisions and stuff like that. But uh, and I listened to him and I and I welcomed it and I and I and I took it to heart. And uh, but it was all in good taste and good fun. But uh, I would give anything if he could have if we could have had some of those conversations these last three years and some of these pitching uh, things. He would have loved it. He'd have loved to see some of the things that we. We're able to accomplish, and, and, and just um, he'd love to see a pitcher pitch a good game. There's no doubt about it. But uh, you know, wouldn't be here, you know, uh, without you know, I wouldn't be doing myself the honor without you know recognizing him as well. And then, and as I said earlier about Coach Barry and what you've done, and the um, the six years, these last six years have meant the world to me, and it's gone by in a heartbeat, and it's unbelievable. But Coach Barry, job well done. You know, I mean, you've left this program in tremendous hands. Uh, in, trem in a tremendous place, and uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Why not? Why not? So, uh, he told me to say that. So, anyway, um, 
Others I want to, you know, introduce or, or, note, or recognize is uh, my staff, you know, my assistant coaches um, that, that are here. we got uh, one that's not here um, that you'll get to know later, and I'll mention him in a minute. But uh, Coach Creel, uh, he's been on, be on the fifth year, I guess, on staff here. does a tremendous job. Uh, thank you for being here, being part of this staff. Ben Brewer. Uh, who's now going to be his third year on our staff and uh, does an outstanding job. Appreciate you, Coach Bradford, um, who will be our third year as well and uh, on our staff. Thank you for being here. And um, Coach, uh, Coach Rhodes is the other assistant that's uh, going to be a new one. You'll get to know him as we go. We told him not to come, stay on the road recruiting. Uh, he wanted to be here, but there's a huge event going on. Coach Creel drove in this morning. Uh, from that to be here, and I appreciate that. But uh, Coach Rhodes is there working for us right now, recruiting and getting after it, one of the main events we need to be at. Uh, Coach Danny Lynch, uh, that sounds good. That sounds good. Uh, making the transition from one of the best players I've enjoyed coaching and, and being around and the infection you brought in practice and games and stuff. Can't wait to watch you do that as a coach So, as well. Um, uh, also, we have a new uh, director of baseball operations. She probably didn't know I was going to say this, putting you on the spot. So Carly Malden's right here. Wave your hand, Carly. Former, uh, former athlete, Division One athlete, coached here in soccer at, uh, at uh, Southern Miss and other things. And uh, we'll learn more about her as we go because I know we're going to introduce some of these folks, the new folks on our staff. Uh, strength coach Todd McAvicka does a great job. I mean, tremendous job. I don't know how many years you've been here now, Todd, but it seemed like five years, six years, and uh, what he does with our players and stuff. And these guys will attest to it as well. It's tremendous. Um, our trainer, Sven Pearson. Uh, I'm not sure if he could make it, uh, but Sven does a great job with, uh, with our guys as well. i got to mention Kylie Amato, who is our academic advisor that I talked to through text this morning. She couldn't be here, but we appreciate, appreciate what she does for us. Lloyd Lunsford, where you at, Lloyd? Where is he at? There he is right there, our team chaplain. Uh, we love you, Lloyd. Glad you're doing well. And uh, I'd be remiss not to mention you because you are part of the family, as well as Jack Duggan right there, our sports information director that's with us on all those bus trips and plane trips, as well as John Cox. So that's kind of the, the crew that, um, you know, we spent a lot of time with throughout the year and stuff. Wanted to talk about them. I have some family members that are here that I want to talk about. First of all, my mother and father are here. So thankful that y'all could be here to share in this excitement. Art Ostrander and Sylvia Ostrander. Uh, you know, they, they helped instill my love of baseball at, at, at an early age, you know, taking me to, to games, camps, this, that, or whatever, and supporting me throughout my career all the way. And uh, I love you, Mom and Dad, and glad you all are here. Uh, my mother-in-law, Hilda, and her husband, Wayne, are here. Um, thank you for your, your support and time and coming, and, and appreciate you all, you know, being here to support this as well. And uh, you all mean a lot to us. Also, and then obviously I got to thank my wife, my wife and my daughter, Allie and Caitlin. And, uh, you know, they're the rock. I mean, she's, she's the rock star of that family. She, she's, she does it all. My wife is, as any coach's wife knows, or any coach knows that the coach's wife is the glue. It's so important. They got to be all in. They got to be invested. They got to be uh, willing to uh, lend you away a long time. And you've done that, sweetheart, and I love you and I appreciate you and, and all the support through the years of my daughters. A uh, lot of lot of tough decisions moving you around, changing schools, you know, but figure it out. You know, we had to. And uh, I think the guys uh, 
know that sometimes that's, that's what it takes, and I think you're better for it, and I think so. But the support y'all give me in my career, I wouldn't be here without you. So love you guys, and I appreciate everything. And I got their, their two boyfriends are here, uh, Evan Murders and Kim Simpson. Thank you very much for being here, folks. So, um, you know, there's a lot. I'm, I'm, I know that's a lot, and there's still a few more that I'll probably recognize as I go. But, you know, the sacrifices I just talked about, you know, in this is uh, – it's a journey. It really is. And it started, you know, uh, many years ago as a player in this state, you know, in high school. I mean, my route, I'd, I'd, I'd go way past my time if I talk about that. But, uh, you know, how I got to Mississippi, I went to junior college in Mississippi. I started out Mississippi Delta Community College. Uh, got there uh, sight unseen. Um, I got to Mississippi Delta Community College in uh, August of 1992. And little did I know what a decision that was. Little did I know what a culture shock that was going to be, too. And, uh, but it was. But um, one, I met my wife there. Um, I, I kind of, you know, I, I saw her and, you know, and started chasing her around, and, uh, and the rest was history. So that was a positive in itself. But uh, I had two people there, you know, my coaches at Mississippi Delta, uh, the head coach, Terry Thompson. Uh, you know, an unbelievable uh, coach in, in his own right in, in the JUCO uh, ranks uh, years and still stay in touch with him. Came to a game, we saw him at, at one of the Supers uh, games, and um, Coach Terry Thompson had a huge impact on my life as well as his assistant, Brock McBurry. Uh, still close to those people to this day. Didn't know it then, figured it out along the way in my coaching career, how the much they influenced me and what they meant to me. So I had to say something to honor them. That was as a player. Then I left there and went to Delta State University. Got there in the uh, fall of 94 and uh, Coach Bill Marchant, uh, God rest his soul, is, is, was a head coach there. And he was a, he was a tough coach. That was a time after his accident where he's in the wheelchair and, and coaching at that time, but he still was, uh, was a great coach and, and, uh, had a great influence on me, but his assistant coach at that time was a man named Mike Kennison, who ended up taking over for him uh, a few years later. And, uh, you know, and the stuff that we learned, you know, as players that are here, that I can say that with Jeremy and Will here, I'm here because of that. They're here because of that. They're, they're, they're where they're at in their lives and so many others and, and stuff and the lessons that we learned. Uh, from the, 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 the idea of, of family environment, of, you know, just the t unity, the togetherness, the hard work, the blue collar, the grit, the stuff that we taught. It was instilled in us. We had no choice. I mean, if you survive and you play, you're going to have it. If you didn't, you're not going to make it. You would get out of there. So those times were special. And then, then the other one is Boo Ferris. You know, that was a man that was, oh, man, it was uh, instrumental to me of, of, of growing and, and learning and just the, the wisdom that he shared and the time I can remember going to his house and his sweet wife Miriam would always bring a piece of cake and right out of the oven it felt like seemed like in a glass of milk while we're talking baseball coach Ferris loved those times he loved uh, he loved to bring us into his home and and share that with us and a special special man for sure that uh, I owe a lot to and as, as so many others do uh, after I get done playing at Delta State, I stick around and coach. I started as a GA uh, in 1997, and um, that was also Coach Kennison's first year as a head coach. And boy, did I learn on the go. And uh, I learned everything about how to take care of a field, to this, to whatever, you, th you name it, learned it. Blue collar, 100%. And uh, we had good teams, too. You know, we had a lot of success. Uh, you know, I was there six years as a coach. After I got my master's, he hired me full-time, didn't know what I was doing as a pitching coach. I had to lean on Jeremy more than anything because by the time he was a senior, he wins 15 games. Heck, he was, he was my pitching coach. He was my assistant pitching coach. But 
uh, didn't really, you know, I really evolved, started figuring out things, you know, I didn't know it. I was there six years, made a tough decision to take my family. Allie wasn't born yet. We go up to uh, Jonesboro, Arkansas, at Arkansas State University with Keith Kessinger. There four years with Keith. Uh, really, really uh, looking back on it, such a great uh, time in my career because I just saw one way, you know, six years as a coach, two years as a player. Now I'm seeing another way for the next four years. A lot of right in each one, a lot of differences in each one. Didn't know it at the time, but it's kind of it's shaping me you know, shaping me for when my opportunity came. I had a great time there. Took a big leap of faith. Ten years I've been as an assistant at, the, at uh, six years at D2 level, four at the JUCO, or at the uh, Division One level. I decide I'm getting out. I'm going to go to high school. I, was ready. I, I thought I was ready to do something different, be a head coach. At the time, didn't care about levels. Didn't matter to me. I love baseball. And, uh, you know, I wanted to coach. And I had an opportunity to go to Gulfport High School. And if I didn't do that, if I didn't make that decision back in 2000, what year was that, Amy? Six. 2006, the summer of 2000. If I didn't make that decision, I don't think I'd be here today. I really don't, because I think I got back down to South Mississippi and I got it back to the association of people and stuff and relationships and things, and just kind of things started kind of falling to, together. I quit. I, I left the job, and a lot of people thought I was crazy. Well, you'll never get back in college. I said, well, okay, you know, whatever. If that's what it is, it is. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to be the best coach I can be and see what happens uh, and go from there. So go to Gulfport there two years, not looking to leave. Then all of a sudden, Jones County Junior College comes up. I uh, had, a, had a friend of mine say, hey, man, you should go for that. I said, no, nah, I've been burned on some of those before, tried to get those jobs. And good old boy, you got to know somebody. You know, I'm good. You know, and it kept being persistent. Go after it very casually. Little I know, Coach Ferris made a pretty good phone call for me, too, and I think that helped a lot. You know, with the two, but I get a call, go in there, interview, left there, say, yeah, I think it went good, came home, remember coming back and telling them, and sure enough, got the opportunity, and I thank Dr. Jesse Smith at Jones County Junior College for that opportunity those years, uh, that many years ago, because it, that was where I really found my identity as a coach. I, I think I was able to apply so much and grow and do this or whatever. We had a great time doing it, uh, some good players. Got to send some good players here to Coach Barry. Uh, that really started making our relationship even a little stronger and deeper. We already had one, but just that association and proximity. I remember bringing my daughters to games and watching uh, watching Southern Miss play at Pete Taylor Park while we were there, and thought, man, this crowd's tough. I like it. It's awesome, you know, and, and stuff. Little little did I realize once I got to Louisiana Tech, and I'm in that dugout, how tough it really is, <laughs> and, and stuff. It's a totally different animal, but. Um, you know, that's kind of my path there. I, I decided in, in, in December of 2015 that, you know what, what's my future goal? What do I want to do? And I knew I could have stayed at Jones and had a blast and do that. But I wanted, to, I wanted to hopefully have a chance to be a head coach at this level one day. And I knew I had to do something. I had to get out. I had to, I had to, I had to make that jump. At least that's what I thought. Um, Greg Goff was the head coach at Louisiana Tech at the time. He's a guy that I had a relationship with that, that uh, coached us at uh, Delta State back, you know, back in 1995, 6 and 7. And so I've known Greg over the years. He, had, he was having success. And it was the second time that fall that he contacted me about coming to be his pitching coach. First time, no, I'm good. Second time, it's like, whoa, okay. Tough time he, at home. I mean, goodness gracious, it was uh, – my wife couldn't believe it. I said, really? And, I, you know, so we look at it, go, and ended up taking it. You know, a lot of prayer, a lot of thought, a lot of trust with the family, took the job, just kind of jumped out there and got back in the, 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 the D1 uh, rat race, if you will. And um, 
It was a great decision. Had success. He was there. He was there one year. Went and moved on. I stuck around. Lane Burroughs, a former Southern Miss guy, uh, a dear friend of mine uh, to now, and I know as well as Coach Barry's, uh, was hired as a head guy. Asked me to stay along as an associate head coach. I said, Yeah, let's do it. We just we just got here. We liked it, and it was we had a good ride in 2017 that season, and uh, and it was uh, it was a fun year. It was a year that uh, that I'm glad I had that experience uh, with Lane and staying there. Really didn't have any intentions of leaving at that time, and then Coach Barry calls me that summer uh, about a pitching coach op- op- option that's open and opportunity and. I knew him. Uh, I knew who he was. Didn't know him like I know him today, uh, obviously, but uh, I knew there was something special. And I remember as a guy that was in another dugout at Louisiana Tech looking over when we played Southern Miss, I, I remember watching their celebrations or whatever. I, I want to be part of that. I want, I want to feel that. That's who I am. I want, that. I want to be at the top. You know, that's where I want to get. I said, there's something special about it. So. When I got that opportunity, you know, from coach, it, it was a no-brainer. Um, it really was. You didn't have to do anything, really. You, you had me, and um, you know, and stuff. But uh, man, am I thankful for that? Uh, you know, all those options, all those people, all those places in my career and path has shaped me to where I am today. There's no doubt about it. And uh, and those six years being able to to have an office right next to you and watch your interaction, watch how you tie into the people, the community, the investment you made. I've, I've been paying attention, and I've been, I've been you know, watching every move and listening to things, and I realize that's, that's why this place is so special, is, is the connection that great leaders can make with people. And, and, and that's, that's going to continue. There's no doubt, because that is, that's some of that special sauce, Dr. Paul. That is, that is, it is sacred. It is something that uh, it's not going to just happen. You've got to invest in it. You've got to earn in it, and you showed me that. You've done a great job of showing our players that, but you've also done a great job of showing your assistant coaches that, too. And for that, I thank you, for sure. Um, this program in, is in the great shape, great shape, for all the reasons I just said. It's in a place. There's a lot of people, when they get up here at a podium accepting the job, it's like, we're going to win. We're going to do this. We're going we're gonna to win. Cha-. We do that here. We know how to do it. It's been shown there's a path, there's a route, and so forth. And I don't say that arrogantly or lightly at all, but it's there in place. And now the next step for me is to, number one, continue that. It's continuation. It's growing something. You can have great things, and it can get better. you got to believe that. It's never going to get to the top. There's no such thing as perfection. All right, Not in what we do, but we're going to try. You can, go, you can win a college World Series, but it wasn't perfect. You're probably not going to go undefeated. And so forth. So, to me, this program, where it stands right now, is the special place that I want you to know that I pay close attention to of what it takes. I've had a great leader and man to show that way, and our players have too, and they would vouch for that as well and stuff. And so, it's really about getting in, locking in, putting your head down, working hard, and take something that's really good and turning it into something even better, whatever that might mean. The culture here is outstanding. Most places are talking about, you know, you can put up brick and mortar, you can build stuff, but if you don't have a culture, that's one of the hardest things to attain. There's no doubt about it. The culture set here. The culture is there. It's a great culture. It's, a, it's an expectation to win. It's an expectation to dogpile. It's not just to make regionals. It's to host regionals to do all that stuff. And that's not going to change. That's something that uh, we're going to work, our, us as a staff, are going to attack every day. Waited a long time for this opportunity. I promise you, you're going to get all you can from me and stuff. And I don't take it lightly. And I know these guys that are going to be with me and these players feel the exact same way. Our fan base 
is on is second and nine. I mean, y'all kill it. It's uh, you know what we finished ninth this year and uh, out of ninth uh, in the country in, in, in total attendance. That's that's outstanding. That's something that deserves to be applauded. It matters. These players will tell you it matters and stuff. And I promise you, the other team feels it too. I promise you that. So uh, there's there's an identity to the program. It is blue collar. It's grit. It's anywhere, anytime, anyone, anytime. It's that mantra and stuff. And and I think that's kind of that edge, that attitude, and that mentality that uh, I know that's what I want our players to have, and so forth too. And uh, we got to have the same thing and this stuff. And certainly our fan base and and and. Uh, Supporters do. A couple components to continuing this growth, what I believe in, is something that Coach Barry started. I'm carrying it on. Everything matters. Those two words, they, they, they mean so much. They, they're simple words, but they mean a lot. They carry so much weight. Everything matters, gentlemen. Everything matters in the classroom. Everything matters what you do off the field. Everything matters what you do in that weight room, on the field, in practice. You know, and all those things. Everything you do makes, makes a difference, has an impact, it has a result. And uh, we're going to continue to uh, to build off of that. You know, we want to create men. We want to build men, and and done a great job. It's been it's been going on here. The uh, the amount of successful people that's come through this program, the success they have afterwards is outstanding, and uh, and stuff. And we want to do that. But you got to work at it. It's not just lip service. You know, when we talk about everything matters. It's not just saying it. It's really meaning it, and getting these guys to understand the the, the depth of it, and so forth. But that's a component to continuing the growth here. Another component to me is, is building relationships. I think that's what it's all about. Uh, I believe that. I mean, X's and O's, teaching the game, teaching a grip on a pitch, you know, a swing and all that, we're all going to do it. Everybody at this level is probably pretty, pretty decent at doing those things, right? I think the difference of separators that, that really helps teams get to another place is really diving in and getting the players to get players to believe it, trust it, and, and buy into it and go and put everything they have into it. And the only way you do it, you can't fool these guys. You can't fool them. They're going to figure out if you're not genuine, if you don't love them and you don't invest in them, even though you bark at them and kick them in the tail every now and then, but they're going to know. They're going to know, and you've got to invest in them. You've got to build relationships. The relationships have to happen from coach to, to player, no doubt. As Us as coaches, that's our job. Dive in. Get to know them deeper, whatever that might mean. Coach the player relationship. Okay, build them. Help them become a better husband and father one day. Build them up. And the relationship has to be player to player. And that's something that's special at, at Southern Miss. I've seen it. Me and Coach have talked about it numerous times. Players has played here have seen it. Is there's a passing a torch type atti uh, attitude there. As a new come in, the old put their arms around them and show them the way. This is how it's going to be done. And it just kind of carries on. All the traditions that happen in our baseball program and stuff at Southern Miss. The player-to-player -player relationship has to be worked at. Has to be, guys have to get out of their comfort zone. You gotta go and introduce yourself to that new player that you don't know, invest in them and stuff, and you build unity, you build cohesiveness. And there's gotta be a relationship with player to community. And I think our guys have done a great job of that as well. I think that relationship of, of being available, signing autographs, guys, doing those things, taking time to go to that elementary school and playing wiffle ball with them, going reading a book, going to the Dubard school, doing all those things, anything and everything you can do, be visible. You're at a restaurant, you see a kid that has on a Southern Miss uh, whatever, go up to him and say, you know, hey, you know, introduce yourself, whatever, it goes a long way. There's stories upon stories of that within this program because that's been the way it's been done for years and years and years, and that's going to continue 
here because that is definitely uh, one of the main ingredients, secret sauce, the sacredness of what this place is all about. In the recruiting world, bringing in the right player. I say all those things, you bring in the wrong dudes, it doesn't work. Okay, so the character aspect is, is extremely important to us, and we're going to continue to do that. We know what that model looks like. We spend a lot of time trying to find out. We can go out there and see, that's a good fastball. That dude can hit it far. He can run fast. Who is he? What is he? And make sure, does he fit our program? Because when you have something sacred and you have a culture, you don't want to disrupt it. And it doesn't take much to disrupt those things. So we got to do a good job of really evaluating the person and who they are when we bring them in. We're going to recruit the high school model. We're going to, our model is going to be just like it has been, man. We're going to be hard at the high school model. I believe in that. I believe in that. I believe in getting young talent and develop them, letting them grow, letting them, let them get there. We're also obviously going to bring in junior college talent when we, we need it for specific things as that. And then there's another element in this new age of coaching we call the portal. We all hear it. We know what it is. You've got to be a player in it. But this program is not going to be built on that at all. That's not, that's not sustainable, in my opinion. I don't believe in that. I think it's about developing and investing in good young talent and letting them grow and teaching them. I think that's how you get consistency. I think that's how you have the ability to have sustained success and the, uh, the torch being passed along. Don't get me wrong. We will, we will use the portal, and we have. But it will be more for spe uh, specific needs as we go. But whoever we bring into this program, we're going to do our due diligence, making sure it's the right fit. Um, on the field, I mean, you're going to see a group, man, that's going to get out there. It's going to have high energy, high energy, effort, enthusiasm, life. You, it should be obvious when you're up there in the stands that, uh, you know, these guys love to play. They love to be out there practicing and so forth. So that's something they're going to hear from us a ton. Mentality is a big thing. These guys will know it. I talk about it all the time. The mind's a powerful thing to them and, and, and stuff, and it is. The physical's there, but the mental part of it is the stuff that uh, you got to work just as hard on and so forth. But all the, the blue-collar uh, blue grit, toughness, um, you know, the, the pride in who we are, Talked about it being sacred, that we have a responsibility. We do. I have a responsibility. The coaches have a responsibility. The players have a responsibility. When you put that uniform on, it's like a cape. It's like a superhero cape. You're putting something on that means a lot, that people have done so much before you and paved the way that you have no choice. You better elevate your game. You better give it all you got. You better do what you got to do because when you put that on, you're putting on something that has power. And that Southern Miss, when it's those pinstripes, or that gold or whatever it is, when you put that cap on, it means something. And, uh, and we're going to talk about that, and we're going to have that kind of identity with what we're doing. We're going to prepare these guys to be great players, great students, great contributors in society, great husbands, great fathers, great men. That's our job. And this is a great platform to do it. You know, uh, baseball uh, is a humbling, humbling sport. You're going to get popped in the mouth a lot. And how you respond, what you do thereafter defines you, and so forth. So this is a great teaching tool for so many things. Um, you know, in closing, this job, our job as a staff, uh, take real seriously. I promise you that. Excited, humble. I mean, it's a, it's a dream come true. I can tell you that. It's, it's, a, it's a dream come true. I've been thinking about this many, many, many years. Many years, and people have asked, and I've told them, I said, no, Southern Miss was definitely something on my mind. Didn't know. Didn't know what it is. Didn't try to force things. Put your head down, work hard, try to be a good person, and things will take care of itself if you allow it. I believe that. Um, Southern Miss has great expectations, high expectations. I'm sure it's not going to change. Our goal is to win championships every year. Every year. It's not going to be easy. It's going to take work, but that's our expectations. That's the standards we set. It's a high expectation, high standards, 
high expectations from the fan base as well, and we welcome it. We want that bullseye right there. That's what we want in this program and so forth. We'll get to Omaha. We'll get to Omaha, and one day we will win that last game of the year. You've got to believe it. You've got you to fervently believe that. You've got to visualize that. You've got to smell it, taste it, hear it. You've got to believe that, and that's the message we're going to send. It's not going to be easy, but it can be done. You've been somewhere once, you can do it again. There's no doubt about it. You know, knocking the wall down, busting those walls down one at a time. And, uh, and I know it's not, it's not lip service, folks. This is, I do believe that as well. And I know it's, it doesn't come easy. It takes a lot of sacrifice and effort and stuff. But that's the mentality we have to win the last game of the year. And that's what we're going to work towards. Thank you so much for coming today. Uh, again, it's an honor, and I appreciate this turnout. And I've been looking forward to saying this. Southern Miss, to the top. <laughs> All right, that concludes the remarks of the new head baseball coach, Christian Ostrander. Uh, he said at the start he had a four-minute uh, window. He exceeded that, but he's the baseball coach. So I feel like this is almost like the president's State of the Union address, Bob. Like we get to break down the speech and the highlights, the lowlights, whatever. Huge turnout, uh, again, as we said at the start of the deal. And uh, we pretty much heard from Coach Oz what we thought we would hear. But your thoughts about uh, about this reception and and his opening remarks here today? Well, I, I think I think the most important thing he said was was what he said in about the last three minutes of of the speech, was that that the bar has been set high, he wouldn't have it any other way. He said uh, as people were listening that that uh, they should expect for the Golden Eagles to make it to Omaha and for them to win the last game of the year, which of course would mean. Right. A national championship, and that's what uh, that's red meat for Southern Miss right. baseball fans. No question. Well, Hill Denson joins us right now, Coach. When you when you started all this years ago, and and you uh, talked to him about the roost and what have you, did you ever envision that? Look at this. Look at this turnout here. You would you would think that uh, they're announcing a a brand new football coach that nobody knew who it was going to be. Well, I don't know how to answer that. Maybe nobody thought that, but uh, I tell you what, I'm fired up right now. Listen, mm-hmm. <laughs> Oz, I'm ready to go play myself. Right? <laughs> Maybe I might hit one or two. Could you get like Fred? We're cool? still talking. No, I can't do that. No, you can't do that. But no. we're talking about low over here. <laughs> yeah, well, that, we're not going to interfere with anything. I think that's uh, that's up front. But um, and the media is asking questions. Yeah, the media is. No way cares what the media. We won't pay attention. No, we don't pay attention to the media. What are you? What's your thought about Chris? You think we're going to see a different brand of baseball, and if so, how? No, I don't think so. I think you see the same thing going on right on through. It's, uh, you know, he's, he's it's no question in my mind at all that he is the guy for the job and uh, was the guy for the job for, for several years if he needed him. So, you know, he's got all the tools that need you. Just heard him. I don't, well, you guys couldn't hear him back here. You had these headsets on, but he's got such a presence about him and uh, knows the game. And, and I've just been appalled by watching this. I've gotten to see more the last year or two with him working as mm-hmm. a pitching coach and seeing what he's been doing and uh, just knowing how to, how to make decisions and you're making good decisions. All right, hang on. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. Okay. All right. Hill Denson's with us on the Eagle Hour. We'll be right back.
Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, everybody, welcome back. A special edition of the Eagle Hour. We're at the Trent Lott Center on the campus of USM, and uh, Christian Ostrander has just been officially introduced as a new head baseball coach and now taking questions from the media. Hill Denson uh, with us here uh, in the back of the building. Coach, here's, here's a question I have uh, that you, you'll know about Coach Ostrander, Ostrander. There's a difference in being an assistant and a head coach, right? What are the adjustments you think he'll have to make moving into the head coaching position? You know, the way we operate, I don't think it'll make much to it. You know, know, he's been used to the staff that are all good buddies and hang around together and do things together. And and that's what we've always done. We're family. Um, It's not much of a... I never felt like I was a head coach. I felt like we were co-coaches, you know, and... uh, I let everybody do their job and, and did my job, and, and they do the same thing. So they, they, they already operate that way. But, but back when you were the, the main man, Hill, you, there was so much fundraising that you personally had to do. The role of a head coach at the Major League, particularly at Southern Miss, how much actual fundraising would a Christian Ostrander have to do now? How has the head coaching position evolved as far as that goes? Just keep maintaining what's going on. You know, that's already been built there and and he continues to do that which he will you know just just being with people and and being available and wanting to hunt and fish together and whatever but there's more support staff it would seem to me from the university standpoint as it has grown than than when you were there oh yeah yeah we we basically did it all at the start and uh and we hired more people during my time there we had several people paul batchelder was the first i think and did an outstanding job for us and different ones over the years. Who got the, yeah, they got a whole chair, chair bunch of people to do that. Coach, look at this. I know you probably don't get a chance to look at polls. These are the final polls that came out today. Number nine in D1, nine in the coaches poll, ten in the baseball writers, ten in collegiate baseball, ten in collegiate or college baseball nation. That's pretty daggum good, isn't it? What's that, what ten. does that mean? We number 10 in final, the final, final polls. polls. You're ranked 9th, 9th, 10th, 10th, and 10th in all the major polls. And they rank everything, don't they? They do rank everything, Coach. <laughs> uh, we're not number 50 in that. No, no, no. We're number 10. That's pretty good for a school size. I thought we were Mississippi is number 10. I mean, number 50 in everything. Well, so. that would be in a lot of things that we don't cover on this show. <laughs> no, that's great. It's, it's something to be proud of. I like it. I hadn't seen that. But I like it, this just came out. Uh, Luke Johnson is out of town, but he, he follows us pretty closely. He sent that to us. That's, that's incredible. I think that would be the highest ranking at years in that the school has enjoyed, if I'm not mistaken. Probably so. Is this the whole university? Is this talking about the baseball program? Baseball. This is the baseball, baseball. program. These are the baseball program. Oh, yeah. Final baseball program. Yeah, I mean, it's going to get better every year. And, and not to overstate the obvious, but, but that's got to make recruiting a little bit easier. Well, yeah. <laughs> Don't be stupid. No. no. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry, Kelly. No, no, it's it's, a, it's not the first time on this show that I've no, put in my place. So that's no, it's gonna make recruiting harder, isn't it? When you're in the top ten, like yeah. <laughs> that's why I said not to overstate the obvious. Well, you yeah. know, I heard J.R.T. So they were in, somebody interviewing him this week. I can't remember what I was watching. Was it you? It, it was, was you, Kelly. It was, it was you. Wasn't mm-hmm. it? 
And, uh, and he said that we outbid them. Basically, we out, our, our bid was better than their bid. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the University of they got a little money. You know, so money is not everything, but yeah. In a couple minutes that we have left, where does he go from here? At this time of the year, is it is it recruiting and now getting ready for fall baseball? There's really not a down period much, is there? I never noticed one. I never saw any time that you're completely down, especially when the cell phone came out. You mm-hmm. used to be able to get away from your phone. But I kind of liked that when they first mm-hmm. came out. I, I, I remember getting a commitment from somebody, and I was sitting on a deer stand. I thought that was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Well, there you go. So you got to be really proud here. I mean, you're, we all know you're the guy that built this foundation that we're sitting on but to see this turn out and well absolutely and I'm, I'm proud of it see i've been i've been gone while i was at Bellhaven. i was playing games every time sunday was playing tuesdays and fridays and saturdays and sundays you probably and, didn't like that much well i didn't get to see i didn't get here with corky and scott much to mm-hmm. see the games maybe a sunday afternoon so mm-hmm. so we even though we stayed friends and we're close all the time hunting and fishing and all that together uh, you know it's hard to to see the team, but I was really so proud of the team this year to see their their grit. I'm liking that word that Doc Paul uses is uh, grit is for us. So, in the end, it, it was close. Could have gone either way. In the end, maybe just a little more pitching depth and a little more luck on the part of Tennessee. Yeah, but I mean, we, uh, we had enough. We, we played well enough to win. We was, but things went different, wrong for us a time or two, and uh, you know things didn't work out. So, well, a great day here. Always glad to have you on our Thank show, you, my Bob. friend. Hill Denson, everybody. Super I didn't mean to call you hour. stupid. No, it's okay. Everybody, well, everybody else too. does. From yeah, the right. USM campus. <laughs> Thanks a lot, everybody. Until tomorrow, Jay Ladner on the show. Southern Miss to, to the, the top. top. Slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. I want to fly like an eagle to the sea. Fly like an eagle, let my spirit carry me. I want to fly. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.